good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And we'll start off with today's daily COVID numbers. There were 12,697 new COVID-19 cases and 132 more fatalities registered during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced on Friday morning. There were 12,527 cases in general population and 170 among prison inmates. The new cases fell from 13,256 new COVID cases announced on Thursday when the country also reported 131 more deaths. On Wednesday, 13,540 COVID-19 patients were discharged from the hospital after recovering from the coronavirus. And that's going to lead us into our first story of the day. Emergency decrees set to be extended for another two months. The Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration, CCSA, subcommittee on Thursday resolved to extend the state of emergency for another two months and postpone reopening the country from October 1 to November 1. General Natapan Nakpanik, chief of the National Security Council and chairman of the subcommittee, approved the proposal to extend the emergency decree until the end of November to control the spread of COVID-19. The decree has also been due to expire at the end of this month. The panel also resolved to delay reopening of five tourist provinces for quarantine-free international travel. Bangkok, Chamburi, Chiang Mai, Prachikiri Khan and Pechiburi were originally due to reopen on October 1, but the panel said this should be delayed until November 1. The proposal will be presented for approval by the CCSA meeting chaired by the Prime Minister Prey Chanacha on Monday, September 27th. So as we kind of predicted in our last show or one of the shows last week that I didn't think the emergency decree would be given up so easily and here we go extended for another two months and to be quite frank and honest I'm not at all surprised. This is not about controlling the pandemic it's about controlling the protests and controlling people at this point in time. Now they say they need the emergency decree to be able to control the COVID-19 situation however they've already admitted that this can all be done under a new law in relation to public health and it seems that they just don't want to go down that line because that would mean giving up this kind of absolute power that they've had where they can pretty much do what they like. At the end of the day this is about controlling the protesters and controlling people being able to have curfews being able to tell people what they can and can't do. I mean we're going to be going into October now and it looks like there's going to be still curfews in dark red zones. So in essence Bangkok will still be under a curfew each and every night. Things have to change for people. I mean Thailand has 12 to 13,000 cases per day and if you look at a country like the UK they're averaging about 30,000 cases per day and they're fully open. So what kind of nonsense are we being fed in this country at this moment in time? Now I know the vaccination rates are very different but Thailand plan to get up there with vaccinations in the next couple of months and if we look around the world at this moment of time having 10,000 cases per day of COVID really isn't that big of a deal to a lot of other but here it warrants having an emergency decree and people being locked down for month after month time to give people back their freedoms and that's the way I see it right now and our next story rules on travelers set to ease the National Communicable Disease Committee, NCDC, will propose shorter quarantine periods for some foreign visitors to revive the tourism industry and stimulate the economy. If approved, select groups of foreign visitors would only have to quarantine for 7 to 10 days instead of 14. 
Dr. Opus, Director General of the Department of Disease Control, said quarantine would be reduced on a case-by-case basis. Dr. Opus was speaking after a health committee meeting chaired by Deputy Prime Minister and Public Health Minister Anatan Jarvakul. The DDC is aiming to reduce the quarantine period to only seven days for fully vaccinated and RT-PCR tested visitors. If approved, they would be tested using the method upon arrival and again on day seven, Dr. Opus said. Quarantine would last 10 days for visitors without a vaccine certificate, he said. They would have to undergo two RT-PCR tests, first upon arrival and second before finishing their quarantine period, he said, noting visitors under this category must arrive by air. The current 14-day quarantine period would remain for visitors arriving by land and do not have a vaccine certificate, Dr. Opa said. They will be subject to two RT-PCR tests upon arrival and after day 12 to 13 in quarantine, he said. The measures would apply to visitors from every country. The shorter quarantine period for visitors will not worsen the COVID-19 situation as the Phuket Sandbox reopening project has shown that visitors did not cause outbreaks, he said, noting it was local infections that did. The shorter quarantine periods are symbolic of the readiness to coexist with COVID-19, Dr. Opus said. This will not only help with tourism and businesses, but also benefit those furthering their studies. It is difficult to eliminate the virus from society in a short time, he said. It's about adjusting and coexisting with the disease and reducing the fatality rate and severe symptom cases. Mr. Anatan said the committee decided to propose shortening the quarantine period to the CCSA, noting it would be shortened to stimulate the economy. The policy would be implemented in some tourist areas and officials were evaluating their readiness on vaccination coverage, local COVID-19 situations and hospital bed occupancy rates, he said. Such areas would first welcome Thai tourists next month to evaluate their readiness before receiving foreign tourists in November, he said. The committee also acknowledged the plan to administer Pfizer vaccine doses to children 12 years old and older to prepare them for the new school semester. It has also acknowledged a plan to administer jabs to the public from next month until December, when some 125 million vaccine doses are expected to be made available, he said. A total of 52 million ties, or 90% of the population, will be inoculated, Mr. Anatan said. The COVID-19 situation in the country has been improving, but there are still many new infections and fatalities, prompting agencies to look for better treatment options for patients. Most new infections were detected in Greater Bangkok and the southern border provinces, he said, noting there has also been new clusters in prisons where infected people were effectively isolated. So the proposal here is to reduce the mandatory 14 days that you would have to stay in Phuket, for example, or on the 7 plus 7 project to just seven days, but you still have to do two RT-PCR tests. It's a reduction, yes, it's a little bit better, but still you have to spend seven days in Phuket. And if you're not from Phuket or you want to go somewhere else, it's still an inconvenience. The RT-PCR tests are also a big inconvenience to people. And of course, this still shows that the COE will have to be gotten, the expensive insurance to stay in a quarantine facility if you were to be infected. And it kind of just shows that they're not really serious right now about reopening to tourism. As I've said now constantly, pick a date and forget about this November 1 thing. Unless you open properly, nobody's really going to come in numbers. So you have to go through this process of getting people vaccinated and set yourself a date, something like January 1. Give everybody, you know, time to 
get things organized, get yourself vaccinated, you know, get your people vaccinated and then reopen properly. But everything else that you're doing is just another way to kind of scam people and cheat tourists out of a nice holiday. People don't have the time for this. And they prove it in what they say that very few infections came from people who traveled from abroad to Phuket. Something like 35,000 people now have traveled under the sandbox scheme. 0.3% of that 35,000 had COVID. That's such a small number. And it's showing that vaccinated tourists will not cause infections and outbreaks within the community. And that is the bottom line. Most of the people I think who got COVID probably got it in Thailand anyway when they arrived. Of course, they would never tell you that. Something needs to change and I don't think this is actually anything really much better. But I'd love to know what you think down below in the comment section. And the next story, firms rip reopening delay to November 1. Confusion over reopening timelines has spoiled the chance for the tourism industry to rebound during the coming high season as inconsistent policies damage the country's credibility and international tour operators refrain from planning packages until policies are confirmed. The reopening plan for five areas, Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Pattaya, Hua Hin and Pechaburi, faced another setback after the CCSA decided to put off the starting date from October 1 to November 1. For Pattaya, Hua Hin and Chiang Mai, this was the third postponement from an initial reopening schedule of mid-September, all attributed to a vaccine shortage. Tassapan Bielveld, executive chairman of Asia Aviation, the largest shareholder of Thai Air Asia, said the move affects both the private sector and nation's tourism image because a reopening timeline of October was already set, with people and companies adjusting their plans. Airlines have started to invest in service maintenance and recruit staff to prepare for new flow of tourists, said Mr. Tassapan. It costs a lot for any business to restart, particularly during a liquidity crisis when every bat counts. He said the government should have evaluated the infection curve in Thailand, assuring residents of reopening areas a sufficient vaccination rate and having a risk management plan in place before nailing down a timeline for each destination. If the government announced earlier the country would be ready for inbound tourists in December or even January, we would have no objection. We would have shifted our focus to the domestic market in the final quarter with full force, said Mr. Tassapan. The flip-flop worsens a situation which is already somehow at its worst, particularly regarding our financial stability. Mr. Tanet, acting president of the Chamburi Tourism Council, said companies in Pattaya had worked hard for the past three to four months to complete all the tasks the government have asked them to prepare. The only action companies cannot take is procure vaccines, said Mr. Tanet. In the past few months, authorities could not provide a realistic vaccination plan to provide local communities proper protection. In addition to the vaccine shortage, some rules don't match our situation. For example, people who work here but don't have a household registration in Chambori, as well as foreign workers, cannot receive a job here, which is impractically said. Postponement mars the country's reputation as local tourism operators have already settled agreements with agents overseas that have the potential to bring in tour groups from Russia and India, Mr. Tanet said. Nobody will listen to us again. They will wait for an official announcement, which may occur in November at the earliest. Too late to capture the high season traffic as international flights often need two to three months notice for air traffic permission, he said. It also takes that long to promote those packages. Tourism Authority of Thailand's Governor Yutasak Supasorn said the decision by the CCSA to reduce the quarantine period to seven days for inoculated visitors will help spur tourism demand upon reopening. However, tourists still must take costly RT-PCR tests during their time here as the Public Health Ministry does not want to use antigen tests for the second and third tests. So as you can hear in that article, there is an awful lot of common sense coming out. And we've spoken about this ourselves a lot. Confidence is needed by the travel industry from Thailand, which is something that's just not coming. 
in this kind of a crisis in relation to the hospitality industry and the travel industry. Comments from the Tourism Authority of Thailand governor talking about how seven days will spur tourism demand is complete nonsense and bullshit. And at some point, I think somebody needs to sack this guy because he's just not capable of doing his job anymore. The real people who know what's going on and how to get people in are the people who are head of these other committees, tourism associations and people like that who are on the ground and know the reality. And it seems from listening to what they say, the government do not listen, the tourism authority do not listen and nobody seems to listen to them. The people making decisions have no experience in the tourism and travel industry from what I can tell. They make policy, they make rules and regulations, but these rules and regulations do not match up with what travellers need, want and desire. And that's why we are in the situation that we are in right now. Mr. Uh, Tenet is very right. People are not going to believe them anymore when they say we're reopening in November 1 or January or February, whenever it is people, airlines, travel agents, they're just not going to believe it anymore because of the constant flip-flopping. And that's where we're at right now. Anaton accuses U.S. Senator of fake news over Pfizer delay. Public Health Minister Anatan Sharnavakul Thursday refuted comments by U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth that the next batch of U.S. Pfizer vaccines donated to Thailand has been held up by bureaucracy in Thailand. From the discussion with the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, it has been found that the ministry has not yet received the diplomatic documents from the U.S. government about the extra vaccine support to Thailand, so the news is not real, Anatan said. His comments came after the Thai Sang Thai Party's leader, Sudarat Kairapan, met with Duckworth in Washington, D.C this week to discuss the latest donation. Duckworth told Sudarat in a conversation on the record that the US is waiting to send another 1 million doses, but the Thai government has yet to reply with the required documentation, which is causing the delay. Thailand received the first 1.5 million donated Pfizer doses from the US at the end of July. Washington has said since August they are ready to send another million. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs said earlier Thursday that the Ministry of Public Health is the agency dealing with the COVID vaccine donation from the US. Spokesman Tanise Sangrat also said that Foreign Minister Don Pramod Winai is currently in the US for the UN General Assembly meeting between September 20 and 29th and will be meeting with Duckworth next week when there should be more clarification. Now, I don't know who's telling the truth about all this, but all I know, if there was a million Pfizer vaccines waiting for you in another country, earmarked for you, would you not have inquired about them by now? Or are the Ministry of Public Health that lazy? It's hard to know. You know, if you're in charge of a country, you want good vaccines, you know there's a million doses waiting for you. Would you just be sitting back and doing nothing? Apparently in this case, yes. And next up, Cabinet approves extension of Phase 3 of the We Travel Together scheme. Registration for Phase 3 of the government's We Travel Together tourism campaign will commence next month after a meeting of Cabinet Ministers approved the campaign's extension to February 28, 2022. The Cabinet has also approved changes to the Tour Travel Thai campaign's guidelines. Government spokesman Dr. Tanakorn said on Wednesday, September 22nd, that the cabinet meeting approved the Tourism Authority of Thailand's proposal to adjust the details of the third phase of the We Travel Together and Tour Travel Thai campaigns. The time frame for both campaigns is now extended to February 28, 2022, and people can exercise their privileges no later than January 31st, 2022. The TAT is to complete the disbursement process in a month. There are two changes made to the Tour Travel Thai campaign. First, interprovincial travel is now permitted every day. Secondly, the number of tour itineraries from each agency is raised from 15 to 30 and the TAT has set up registration platform for them. 
As with phase three of the We Travel Together campaign, registration is open from today, September 24th to October 1st. People are expected to exercise the campaign privileges next month. In the third phase of the campaign, the government will subsidize 40% of hotel expenses or up to 3,000 baht per room per night. People who qualify will receive food coupons of up to 600 baht a day. Concerning air travel, the government will refund 40% of the ticket or up to 2,000 baht or 3,000 baht under conditions set by each province. Regarding the Tour Travel Thai campaign, the government will contribute 40% of the tour package price or up to 5,000 per person. The government spokesman said the COVID-19 situation is improving as the number of new and infections is decreasing each day and the changes made to both campaigns is expected to help stimulate domestic tourism. Now I'm actually in favour of this project, I think it works well. There was a bit of uh, scamming with it last year in relation to hotels that weren't actually open but were claiming the money because there's a whole complicated system to claim back the money. But the overall project is very good and basically if the room costs a thousand baht, you'll pay 600 and the government pay 400. It's not a bad deal at all. You'll also get some money. Now, the only catch with this for us as expats here in Thailand is we can't use it. But if you do have a Thai partner or a Thai wife, a Thai spouse, they can apply for it. And you, of course, can go along with them. So you can get the benefit in another way. Now, I think they're a little bit short-sighted in their whole process of dealing with this because they should include expats, and especially expats who maybe are married here, retired or working in the country. People who do travel and like to travel And this might encourage them to step foot outside of their front doors and see a bit of Thailand at the moment. Now, the only issue that I can see with all of this, which is a great idea, I might say, is that there are far too many provincial entry requirements around the country right now. Different requirements for every province in the country. And that's not sustainable if your plan is to have a domestic stimulus package. The rules and regulations need to be the same across the board, not different from every province. So I fly to Phuket and I have to do this. I want to go to Krabi, then I need to do this. I want to go to Asuratani, I have to do this. They need to be streamlined and make it easy for people to go and stay in different hotels and enter provinces. And I know they want to do it in a careful and safe way because of COVID. But you also have to remember that people have limited time of their holidays. So maybe they want to go away for a night or two because it's a public holiday and they don't want to be caught having to get expensive rapid antigen tests and stuff like this. So they need to come up with one kind of rule across the country. And I mean, that's why we have a government, right? They should be setting the rule across the whole country if you're going to introduce a domestic stimulus travel package. So we'll see how it works out. I'll leave the link down below again in the description. And if you do have a Thai partner, they can register and you can go with them and enjoy the, the benefit of it. And and it is very good. I have to say the prices are quite good. Uh, you book it either through Agoda or on the hotel's own website. They'll have a portal for this. And I think it won't start until October 1, but it's worth checking it out. Chiang Rai Rangers kill two, seize 195 kilograms of ice in gunfight. Two people were killed and 195 kilograms of ice were seized on Friday after a gunfight with 15 armed men in Chiang Rai's Doi Charake area. The street value of the confiscated drugs was estimated at 15 million baht. Rangers learned on Thursday morning that a large amount of drugs was being transported and arrived to find 15 men with bags. When the Rangers presented themselves, the men began shooting. The gunfight ended after 10 minutes and Rangers found two people from the other side dead. Pamuang Force Command Major General Naritavang Wang instructed officials to investigate the incident and officials believe the corpse found were those of Wa ethnic people. Officials also found 15 bags made with sacking cloth. Each bag was filled with 13 packs of ice or crystal methamphetamine weighing one kilogram each. 
It's a lot of drugs that have been found. And I don't know if you keep an eye out in the Thai media, but over the last six to eight months, the amount of drug confiscations in Thailand has been huge compared to previous years. And it's obvious that the economic problems that Thailand are having are contributing to this increase in drug trafficking throughout Thailand. And now for the Phuket news. Yesterday we had 228 local COVID-19 transmissions. We had 468 international arrivals through the Sandbox scheme. They arrived on five flights, one Emirates, one Etihad, one El Al and two Singapore airline flights. 479 travellers tested negative for COVID during their second test, while there was no reported infections during the third and final swab test of 326 tourists. Since the 1st of July, 35,905 travellers have availed of the Sandbox programme. And in other Phuket news, easing of Phuket domestic entry requirements made official. Starting next Friday, October 1, all domestic visitors will be allowed to enter Phuket as long as they have been fully vaccinated and have tested negative for COVID-19. Under the new order to come into effect on October 1, all people coming onto the island by land, sea or air must be vaccinated with two doses of Sinovac, Sinovarm or Sputnik V vaccine or one dose of AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson vaccines at least 14 days before arriving. Alternatively, arrivals who will be allowed onto the island if they have recovered from being infected with COVID-19 no more than six months earlier. All arrivals must show evidence of testing negative for COVID-19 by RT-PCR test or antigen test with confirmed results from a hospital or laboratory issued not more than seven days prior to arrival. People who are registered on a house registration document, Tabi and Ban, as living in Phuket may bring their own antigen test kit approved by the Thai Food and Drug Administration and use that to be tested at the Phuket checkpoint or any seaport checkpoint. Officials will issue a document confirming their test results which can be used to present to officials for no more than seven days and just to confirm that again a lot of people think they can bring their own ATK test to the checkpoint you can only do that if you're an actual Phuket resident if you're not you must do a test at a laboratory and just to let people know there are at least three labs now at the Phuket gateway which is right beside the Phuket checkpoint the price that I currently pay when I go through is 350 Thai baht for the test and it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to get the result back along with a certificate from them which you can then use pretty much to go through. I use if you're going to stay at a hotel or anything like that so it's quite good and I don't find it 350 baht too expensive to be honest. I suspect the price will come down though in the next few weeks. Phuket villager finds big bucks whale poop. A local resident who was jogging along Mai Khao Beach yesterday morning believes he may have discovered a lump of sperm whale ambergris which may be worth as much as 30 billion Thai baht. And finally, COVID visa extensions open for two more months. Foreigners staying in Phuket and Thailand on the 60-day COVID visa can now apply through November 26 to extend their stay in Thailand, Phuket Immigration has confirmed. And that will basically allow you to stay till the end of January if you're on that. And I expect it to be extended again if we're in the same situation travel-wise that we are. However, if the country does reopen, I suspect those COVID visa extensions will be cancelled eventually. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.